You're listening to the ramblings of the Freewee, and that stands for French and Kiwi, and that's me. I'm your host, Jean-Philippe Giel. In this podcast, I document my entrepreneurship journey building Symbionic Labs. I talk about the latest tech trends, AI, blockchain, Web3, the metaverse, AR, and VR. Most importantly, I talk about data ownership and privacy. I share my opinions, the good, the bad, sometimes ugly, but I always try to remain practical. If you're ready, let's dive in. Hi, everybody. <clears throat> Welcome to this um, new episode of um, Symbionic, um, the podcast on um, health and fitness in the metaverse. I just wanted to come back on um, uh, what we're trying to build, just to give you a bit of a sense on um, the scope of the work and, and what's involved in um, in delivering those goals. And our Symbionic is really um, a, a lab where we want to experiment uh, with technology and um, we're sort of at the border of biomechanics, bioengineering, and uh, sort of um, um, neuroscience as well, nutrition. Um, we, we're interested in every single of those disciplines when they sort of intersect with well-being and um, achieving better performance and enhancing um, humans as we as we call it so um, in this particular case um, we're talking about making the perfect movement now make making the perfect movement has been something quite central to uh, Pilates for example it's been quite central to um, martial arts if you think of martial arts and um, it's been quite central to high-performance athletes who are, you know, in athletics or it's about getting the right pace, the right form. Um, and it's quite central to dance as well, uh, where actually I, I did um, find a lot of inspiration in dance. And the reason I found inspiration in dance is because they were probably one of the first discipline to actually try to solve this challenge of how do I teach someone else another dance without necessarily being in the room with them? And we're talking of choreography, obviously. Um, and I think this goes back to my research. There's a couple of, or maybe three different systems that have been used, variations on systems that have been used in the past the most famous one has been um, elaborated by a gentleman called Mr. Laban, and it's the Labanotation. Now, the Labanotation has been the core of my inspiration in solving this problematic. The Labanotation is the music score for the dancer, and so basically, it's a list of symbols and a notation mechanic um, on on how to represent. And obviously, movement is complex by definition, and we're all different. We all have different bodies, different capabilities. Our joint angles are not all um, you know, standardized. Our muscles are not all standardized. Some people are more flexible than others. Some people are not. There are different body types. Um, so how do you how do you take that complexity and boil it down to a common denominator that is simple enough but accurate or sort of common enough to be able to represent a, choreogra a choreography or a movement sequence and um, have it retranslated by someone else and re-executed by someone else. It's, it's not a simple task. 
and in the lab annotation uh, introduced a few interesting concepts like the kinesphere which is basically this this cloud of points which you can reach with every single part of your body and i think for me one of the key things has been to look at relative addressing like from your core or in the center of gravity to every single part of your body limbs and extremities etc and then apply a how do we explain that uh, apply a key that helps you translating from different body types so a key for arm length might be a ratio some people have their elbow this far away from their shoulder and their wrist this far away from their elbow some people have it shorter some people have it longer yeah but if we observe in nature that um, the elbow the arm lets average goes from there to there um, elbow height goes from there to there shoulder height from there to there and the wrist is this much from the uh, elbow uh, then then it's not so hard of a problem to solve anymore and same for joint angles same for joint angles if you know joint angles are these range then we know we are at x percent of the range and so then we can calculate if you bring back people back to an average then you can bring back all the point clouds to a common denominator and so that's what we're trying to crack here we're trying to make sure we can convert a movement by a tall and skinny dude into a movement by a short and fat guy in a nutshell so that when the algorithm looks at both movements the ai or whatever is involved there can can then say with confidence yes it is the same movement but then here are the variations that are salient in that movement here are the parts where there needs to be some work now the work in question might be out of reach it might be like you don't have the right body type you don't have the right muscle structure you don't have the right joint flexibility but you can say with confidence that you've you've tried the best of your ability in that space so you've you've extended that joint best of you what you can and that is sometimes good enough because things don't happen overnight um they happen over time and so when you're exercising when you're looking for that perfect movement and when you're trying to train those muscles well slowly and slowly and slowly you you were actually going to get there and but you need to know where your weak points are and where you need to train and so that's what the solution needs to bring you the solution needs to bring you one a way to visualize that movement in a very simple and explicit way so you, when you look at it you go wow yes i get it and then it needs to show the areas where you're a little bit far away from the perfect movement perfect movement which was was calculated from the movement the reference movement that was done by a tall and skinny dude um and it's somewhere in between what the tall and skinny dude did and the short and fat guy is gonna do that perfect movement is in between somewhere it's like an isometric reference and you know, by isometric i mean it's been sort of brought back to a, a median average and then that's then you can look you can start looking at deviations that's the gist of what we're trying to build here and then the, the challenges are around representation graphic representation of that how do we uh, produce a 3D uh, interface that's going to deliver on that. 
So there you go. <laughs> that's um, that's what we're uh, struggling with. So um, struggling, probably not the right word. That was that's what we are um, having to deal with. But uh, you know, love love a challenge, and this is really exciting. So um, thank you for yeah. staying around. We'll um, keep you posted. If you want to find out more, just go to symbionic.com. That's symbionic with an I and a Q at the end. There you'll find all the socials and the different ways you can follow us. In the meanwhile, I would really appreciate if you could subscribe to this podcast, leave a review. If you find this interesting, don't hesitate to share it with a colleague or a friend. That always helps spread the word. And that's all for me today. So I'll see you in the next episode.